Teamwork. It's a word that inspires individuals and groups of people to achieve important goals. And in recent weeks, teamwork has been essential to our food and nutrition services at Catholic Charities. Careful allocation of food supplies has allowed all nine of our food pantries to serve twice the number of guests they usually see. A detailed coordination of staff and resources has ensured that our WIC centers remain open for families with children under five years old. Despite social distancing, our volunteers and restaurant partners have continued to make to-go meals possible for the hungry and the homeless who come to 721 North LaSalle and our suburban locations. And our creative employees have worked with food vendors and neighbors to make sure homebound seniors and the disabled still have meals delivered to them. Our team members recognize how serious food insecurity can be. Please join us in our mission. Visit www.catholiccharities.net. Ford once said, a business that makes nothing but money is a poor business. At Catholic Charities, we are deeply grateful to our corporate partners who agree with Henry Ford. Some of our corporate partners make a financial commitment each year to the work of Catholic Charities. Other partners donate or offer reduced prices on goods and services that help our clients find stability in their lives. Still other corporate leaders gather their employees and regularly volunteer at our food pantries and our suppers for the homeless. For over a century, support from businesses large and small has been vital to our efforts to strengthen the lives of individuals and communities, one person, one family at a time. If you'd like to join us in our mission, please call 312-948-6864. That's 312-948-6864. Thank you. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome to another broadcast of Diakonia, a call to service. Diakonia is the Greek word for service. It is also the root word for deacon. My name is Deacon Richard Hudzik, and I am privileged to serve the Archdiocese of Chicago as vicar for deacons, and I also am assigned as deacon to work and pray with the people in Westchester at Mary, Mother of Divine Grace. Uh, joining us today via telephone and appropriately distanced socially is the Diaconate Office's Associate Director, Deacon Dave Brensick, who is, in addition to his, uh, his day job, is also Deacon at Holy Guardian Angels Parish in Brookfield and LaGrange Park. Good morning, David. Hello, everyone. Good morning. We'll uh, want to set up what we're doing here. We're in the midst uh, still of the uh, uh, pandemic and... Uh, 
maybe by the time this the show airs, which will be in only a few days, things might have changed. But for right now, um, we are uh, operating by and large remotely. But what this show is about is to uh, demonstrate and encourage everyone who listens to participate in the ministry of service. Uh, it's not a show to pat deacons on the back. It's rather to uh, talk about the deacons so that we might uh, invite others to join us in our journey and that through service uh, we come to know uh, our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, joining us also today via telephone are two guests from our last episode. That's uh, Helene Albano and Deacon Jerry Nora. And we had such a, a good conversation last time and just really scratched the surface. Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, spiritual direction that I uh, wanted both Helene and Jerry to come back again today and to pick up where we, we left off. So, Good day to you, Helene and Jerry. How are you? Just fine, thank you. Very good, Dick. Thank you. Okay, good. Um, just uh, in a word or two, Helene, what's your connection to the diaconate? And uh, Jerry, I'll ask you uh, likewise. Uh, my husband and I were always in parish ministry, and he went through. We went through the diaconate program together in the nineties. He was ordained in '99, and we ministered in our parish since that time. Okay, and uh, and uh, Jerry, I, Dick, uh, my wife Pat and I have been at St. Mary of Vernon Parish up near Vernon Hills since 1989, where we raised our children. And I was ordained in 2012 after going through the formation program with Pat. Okay, and uh, Helene, you mentioned 1999. I think that's also the year that gave birth to uh, Deacon Dave Brensick. Am I am I right on that? That absolutely wow. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the mighty 99s. Um, right. Okay, so what what we want to do today is three things, and we're going to get it done, uh, even if we have to talk super fast. But one, I want to uh, pick up where we left off in a uh, nutshell. I'm going to ask, what is spiritual direction to get people acclimated to the conversation today? Who's it for? Uh, it's just a general kind of thing. Second, I want to explore more fully what spiritual direction is, what it looks like, how it's really not uh, an intimidating kind of thing, but rather it, it brings life and, and even joy. Uh, so, And then the third piece would be to connect with those whom we have to be realistic, either cannot, do not want to, just are not going to get into a formal spiritual direction uh, situation, uh, relationship. So I, I want to explore that. What, what advice does this, can, can we give those, those folks? So um, uh, that's, that's my program, and I hope you'll join along with me as we start this uh, whirlwind tour, part two, uh, spiritual direction. Helene, I'm going to turn to you first. Uh, in a few words, what is spiritual direction? Who's it for? What is it? Um, from my point of view, it's a process of spiritual accompaniment, like spiritual friendship. Um, it's for everyone. I think we're all called to spiritual, ongoing spiritual growth and development. And quite often it helps to have an objective third party, third party being us, God, and our spiritual companion to help us with that process. Okay. And Jerry, do you, do you want to uh, nuance or go in a different direction or add something to that? No, I 
that is an excellent description of the spiritual friendship that people undertake in spiritual direction. I think the aspect of objectivity is very important. It's a specialized friendship where one person, usually called the director, is in a special relationship where they are trying to help the other person clarify their relationship with God or the sacred or the issues in their life. Is it necessarily an ongoing relationship, or can this... uh... Can I come in for a, uh, a quick office visit and get, get myself fixed? I think that it could be done in any way that the person, the searcher, uh, desires. Uh, my work as a chaplain in the hospital is frequently a series of spiritual direction encounters that will never be repeated. I also have people come in sometimes for an occasional conversation, and they come in when they need it or want it. Okay. All right. So it's, uh, we're not, uh, if I can rephrase or look at it from a, a distance, you're not looking to uh, impose a program, but rather to cooperate with, with the needs of the person who, who comes to you. Now, when we come back, we're going to look, uh, maybe do some role playing and, and uh, put people at ease as to what a spiritual direction session might look like. We'll be right back. Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the Archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about the outreach efforts underway by the Catholic Church to help people in need during the COVID-19 pandemic. We'll show you how online masses have become a common way of worship, and we'll give you a sampling of how teachers and students in Catholic schools are being creative and productive during the health crisis. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. second part of the show today. Uh, Helene and Jerry, I want to dive in right now to uh, sort of the look and feel of a spiritual direction session itself. And Dave, please jump in with your own experiences here as well, because I know you're a a beneficiary of of spiritual direction. What I want to do is um, maybe pretend we're in, uh, I'm in my second, third, whatever, uh, session with you. It's it's after the introductory session where we're just kind of 
uh, getting to know each other a little bit. So uh, we're in our third session, and I uh, plot myself in a chair at your office uh, or wherever we're meeting, parish, uh, parish office, what have you. Um, I open the door. You, I sit down. Doors closed. Uh, what happens next? Jerry? I greet you, and I uh, welcome you into the meeting, and we'll ask you an open-ended question, uh, and perhaps uh, relating to the context with which our last conversation ended. Well, you know, last last time, Jerry, we were talking about, I, I came in, and I was just saying, golly gee whiz, I just feel... Uh, uh, I've just been so busy, so busy, busy, busy with, with everything. It's good stuff that I do, but I don't feel like um, it's, it's, it's prayerful. I, I, I miss something there. Uh, wh- okay, what do you think? We discussed that last time, Richard, and we uh, discussed the possibility that you would take a special time each night just to slow down and reflect on the day and on the blessings you may have received during that day. Okay. Have you been able to do that? Well, you know, yeah, kind of, sort of, because you know, I'm. It's the busy thing. Um, you know, I, I get to nighttime and I, I do I do it. I've done it some. Um, I'd like to do it more. Um, I, I feel I appreciate what you, what you're suggesting to me, and it, and it is it is life giving, and I, I do feel I'm I'm reaching the Lord that way. But you know, frankly. Sometimes uh, I'm, I'm finished with that in like 30 seconds because I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go to bed. I just, uh, it I just... sounds like you're very tired uh, at the end of the day. Tell me the times you were able to do it. How did you feel when you did it? Well, uh, you know, calm down a bit. Um, uh, I guess, you know, if I, analyzing myself, maybe a little bit less of being in control of the universe uh, you know, I say that ironically because I know I'm not. Um, and it's a, it's a sense of, of surrender uh, is what I was feeling. And uh, you felt good about that? Yeah, yeah. I've got to, uh, uh, you know, I, I suppose as, as we talk, um, I can let go of the reins for a bit until, gosh, maybe I should grab them back again because... Doesn't the universe need my uh, need need my guidance? You know, so I, I, I laugh at myself to, for for thinking such foolishness. But um, that's that's the struggle between the the surrender and the trust and, uh, and 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 resting in in the presence of God. Okay, when you were with God, when you when you were laughing with yourself or at yourself, um, how do you think you think God was laughing with you? Well, you know. Um, being a, a grandfather of nine, uh, you know, I, I think of my own grandchildren as maybe the way God thinks of me. Um, you know, there's nothing that the grandkids could do that would uh, uh, alienate me from them, and I, I, I trust that the Lord uh, uh, is a better better father to me than I am a grandfather to my own grandchildren. So, so yes, he's, uh, he's with me in that and uh, is... Uh, uh, is is laughing with me, I think. Well, Richard, I, we might uh, take this one step further then. You're frequently too tired, really, to give this as much time as you might want to. Uh, might I suggest that in the morning when you wake up, 
whatever your routine is, carve out a little bit of time in there to continue your relationship with your grandfather, with God. Okay. And, and now, and now this, is a, this is a tag team. We're gonna, this is going to be artificial. Okay. Helene, um, you heard what G- this, this guy Jerry was telling me. Um, what, what would you say to me? I would I totally support what Jerry has suggested. I mean, I think that you run out of steam at the end of the day, and you know what you described, Dick, is the way the feelings, the fruit of you know your encounters with God when you put the time, you know, when you have energy for it. I'm hearing a thread of the energy and what preserves that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, coming up with a routine and trying things that might be, you know, able to afford you that time, you know, when you're fresh in the morning to make that a priority. It doesn't have to be long. It's just that it's regular and it's committed. Okay. Okay. Now, would you, would either of you or, or Dave, if you were in the role of director, I mean, would you, uh, is this homework you're giving me or... Um, What's the nature of your advice here? Um, I don't see anything, you know, homework is a term that's alienating to some people, but, you know, I mean, the notion of routines and regularity, you know, we get up and we brush our teeth every day, you know, and we do things. So, I mean, making God an active part of our day where you think of it, routines are not a bad thing. Okay. Okay. I also would say that, you know, spiritual direction in itself can become part of our prayer routine, if you will. It's, you know, it's like exercise. You know, um, many of us exercise every day. Some of us wouldn't even think of exercising. But we know that when we do exercise, it benefits our bodies, our minds. Uh, you know, we're going to improve our health. And spiritual direction, I think, is the same way. It's exercising our spiritual muscles, and it uh, it improves our outlook. It it can open our eyes to uh, our relationship with God and with other people. Okay, and that's good. Now, um, there's a uh, I have a feeling of if this is an ongoing relationship with any one of the three of you, I'm feeling a sense. Um, what am I going to see you like in a month's time? Would that be uh, would that be a norm for for by your by your lights? I, I think, think generally a people, month is a good you know, you know uh, place to start. Schedules. It depends on the person. Once a month is you know is recommended. Okay, so I'm hearing uh, both of you uh, talking about a month, and we're gonna we're gonna pick that up uh, on our uh, third installment third uh, part of this episode and we'll be back with you directly there's nothing like having a friend to talk to when things are not going well And in these challenging days, everyone has had moments when they are discouraged, sad, or worried. Catholic Charities wants you to know that we are here. If you or someone you know would like to share your concerns with a professional, call 312-948-6951 
anytime, day or night, and you will be connected with an experienced counselor who will listen without judgment and offer compassionate, confidential advice that you can trust. That phone number again is 312-948-6951. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. Throughout this pandemic, Catholic Charities continues to develop the most effective ways possible to respond to the needs of our clients and communities. In the past month, our call center has received 250 calls a day for emergency services. More than 450 seniors are being visited by home care aides who help them with housekeeping, groceries, and personal care. Mental health services are being provided to more than 600 people via phone and video. Our friendly, knowledgeable staff is working nonstop, so we are always ready for whoever might reach out to us next. If we can be of assistance to you, email us at gethelp at catholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7700. That's gethelp at catholiccharities.net. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. At my right hand or at my left is not for me to give but for those for whom it has been created. And welcome back everybody to the third segment of Diaconia, a call to service. In conversation this morning with me, uh, I'm Deacon Richard Hudzik is Deacon Dave Brensick. Deacon Jerry Nora and Helene Albano. We're talking about spiritual direction, part two from uh, last month's show. And we've walked a bit through uh, sort of uh, the look and feel of a spiritual direction session, very, very much abbreviated. Uh, typically, I mean, we did, we did it in, in four minutes, uh, five minutes. What's, what's a, the typical length of time? Is there a typical, uh, Jerry or Helene? Typically, 50 minutes should uh, take care of it. Okay. Helene, is that your experience? Yes, yeah. that's a, about a good time frame. Okay. And Dave, uh, you, need, you need more time because you're, you're, you've got more issues. Is that right? That, that's so true. <laughs> generally, generally less than an hour. Just kidding, people. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, a couple of things. Uh, we've got a, a few minutes left. I, I wanted to ask about um, the, the feeling of accountability in a very positive way. Um, like, uh, uh, you know, the analogy, Dave, you were talking about, about exercising, um, and, and getting to that, uh, and this is a form of spiritual exercising, not to be confused with the spiritual exercises, but the notion of, uh, the coach is that, um, spiritual director in a sense, could you say is a coach and, you know, we talked about stuff, uh, this, this session and there was some suggestions as, to what I might look at going forward, and then I show up next time, and yeah, I didn't do any of that. Um, you know, me, I'd be a little bit embarrassed to uh, to admit total and absolute failure. Um, does that uh, is that just my uh, outsized ego, or, or do, you, do you do you sense uh, Helene and Jerry that there's a uh, accountability in a in a in a generous uh, uh, good sense? I think you know there's that positive sense of someone who's caring for you and your well-being. You know, like when you go to the doctor, you don't go to be scolded, but <laughs> it's, you know, it's a checkup. It's just to maintain health, you know, and wellness 
and it's the perspective of the added encouragement. You know, in Scripture, we Jesus reminds us where two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. So why would you not avail yourself of the extra support? Right, right. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Now, I want to turn uh, the corner just a bit, uh, and that's to deal with the person who uh, basically says, you know, I love you people, I hear what you're saying, spiritual direction is great, but, you know, let's be real, I'm not going to do that. Um, I'm afraid, it's, uh, it's not within my, I can't get out of the house, I've got, you know, I've got a lot of good reasons why I'm not going to do this. What do you, Helene, Jerry, and David, say to some person who loves, loves the Lord, is a Christian, is a devoted, uh, faith-filled Catholic, sees the value for spiritual direction, but just not for me? Um, does this conversation have anything to say to them? Yes. What? Uh, well, the goal of spiritual direction, of course, is to help one communicate better with the Lord. And this person has decided that the Lord will be that person's spiritual director. So I would recommend that they immediately carve out a special time of prayer with the Lord and treat the Lord as seriously as a spiritual director. And I would encourage them to make the examine prayer at the end of each day or the beginning of each day. And the examine prayer is what? The examine prayer is a request for enlightenment and for the grace of gratitude. And then one seriously reviews the events of the day, recognizing the opportunities to do well, the victories, the defeats, all the blessings that have come through in that day, and with a spirit of gratitude and thanks to the Lord. And the Lord will uh, then help that person uh, discern uh, what is happening in that person's life and how much the Lord loves that person and the opportunities perhaps for the next day. And they should uh, end that day with a formal prayer. And with Jesus with them, uh, they should pray the Our Father, I, I recommend generally at the end of that prayer. Okay. Helene, uh, w- would you offer any insight to the person who, who wants, who knows the value of prayer but just isn't going to do this spiritual direction thing? Well, I, I mean, I agree with everything Jerry said. I think the important thing is just get started and realize that God meets us where we are and that we can trust that God is present in our lives. And when you take the time to, you know, be faithful to prayer, that God will show us and lead us through that process. And, And that happens in the events of examining our daily lives, as the deacon described. Yeah, okay. All right, good. David, David, go ahead. You know, it, what comes to my mind is, you know, going to reconciliation. People choose to go to reconciliation. Other people say, I can just talk to God myself at home, and that's fine. But God may not necessarily, you know, uh, speak to you in words that you can understand. If you're going to another person, whether it's reconciliation or spiritual direction, you're getting a different perspective. You're just not sitting at home mulling over all this, the things going on in your life. Yeah. And a person can bring something up to you. I know it's, it's happened numerous times when I've gone the spiritual direction, that my spiritual director has said something, and I'm like, wow, I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Or I never saw it from that perspective. And it's just like the light comes on, the scales fall from your eyes, and you're just like, it just, you know, it's just a 
opens your opens you up. Yeah, well, that's good. And that's the the analogy. What spiritual direction is not reconciliation, but the the, the, the mechanics of uh, articulating half-formed thoughts or thoughts that you have that just are out of context. Um, the blessing of spiritual direction is to is to speak words to another person. But you know the the mind game here is that we're not doing spiritual direction. So uh, you know Jerry and Helene offer that 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 good advice. And I hear some music playing in my ear, which means we're about done with the show. Uh, Jerry, Helene, David, thank you so much. I think this has been a great conversation. And I hope all who are listening will give serious thought to pursuing spiritual direction for themselves. Or if not, um, embrace that spirit of gratitude, the grace of gratitude, as, as Jerry was speaking. So God bless you all, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Be rich. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.